Today, we are going to talk more about Brittany Dawn, the new foster mom. Is she Brittany Dawn or is she Brittany Dunn? I hope she's Brittany Dunn. <laughs> well, join us today on Fostering the Future. Welcome to the Fostering the Future podcast, a show about all things child welfare, dependency, adoption, and foster care. Here are your hosts, veterans in the world of child welfare, Jack and Kat. We believe that every human has incredible and equal value regardless of what side of the courtroom we sit on. We hope that everyone feels welcome and accepted here on Fostering the Future. Make sure you follow us on Facebook or Instagram as Fostering the Future Podcast, or check us out on our website at fosteringthefuturepodcast.org. So we have a few updates about the Brittany Dawn situation. When we last recorded, the last placement had just left her home. We don't know where that baby went. And we were unsure if Brittany Dawn and her husband were taking another placement. But... Well, we know how they send a child home now. We do. How they always send a how child home. How they always send the kids home. <laughs> All the one. So Brittany Dawn posted that she received another placement on February 10th, approximately. That placement has now left probably the first week in March, but we don't really know because Brittany did not post very much about this baby. So as opposed to the last baby who she posted about a lot, this so baby. the first baby she posted constantly, mm-hmm. like all of her posts, also had affiliate links to make money. She did. And very much like, you know, this time last year, I was so sad, you know, and look at me now. I'm a mom. None of that this time. The child abruptly leaves. She gets a new placement. Yes. Uh, another newborn? An infant. I don't an know infant. if it was a newborn, mm-hmm. small, um, an African-American baby girl. Oh, wait, what? Yes. African-American baby girl. Wait, 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 wait. Africa, you're, so she took a black child into her home. She did. Uh, is she still married to the man who brutally attacked a black man for walking down the street? She is. Okay, and she took a black little baby mm-hmm. into her house. She did. Oh, wow. Okay. So uh, I think that's, that's what we're doing. That's pushing it. We're, we're like, yeah. we're so desperate for foster homes. We're going to put little black babies in homes with men who, Our, as a police officer, yeah. law enforcement, brutally attacked a black man for walking right. down the street. Misuse of power to such a degree that no one could say he's not racist. Right. No one ever could say that. Right. It's horrific. Yeah. So that baby, she posted very little about that baby and that baby's now gone. So who knows? Less than a month. Less than a month. And the timing was so weird. Like her trial was supposed to start on March 6th and spoiler, it didn't. And the baby left right around that time. So oh, interesting. Yeah. I wonder if this is like by her choice or not. Yeah. Like was it a respite or something for right. like a week or two weeks or something? Right. Or was she like making room in her life for this big trial coming? Or were they, hey, we heard some things about this family mm-hmm. that maybe there shouldn't be a black child in this yeah, home. Yeah. It's really disturbing. Like if I knew who to contact, I would contact them. I'm guessing if we really pushed hard enough we could figure out like who I mean is it possible they don't know I don't know 
I don't think it's how could that be but like it's all like if you google them it's all over everything it is like there's an article with the guardian and I think the title is I refuse to be canceled which is ironic because her tiktok <laughs> was just um banned wait what yeah she just was banned from tiktok for multiple violations oh I think, my gosh yesterday so where can anybody follow her at this point I think instagram Okay, well, that's where she started. Something came out today talking about like how Instagram's not really paying anymore. Like those creator funds are now, they're dried up. So she's active on Instagram. She still has her workouts on Instagram, which I think is really interesting. She has like a whole playlist for workouts, which I think is really like taunting. You want to sue me? Well, you could still get my work. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I mean, no, but it's okay. (laughs) Okay. I just thought it's so brave of her. Like she's being sued for deceptive trade practices. Yeah. And she still has her workouts pinned in a A playlist. playlist. So I just thought it was kind of brave of her. Like, I guess I'm kind of a scaredy cat. But if I get in trouble for something, I'm like hanging my head and I'm like, I'm going to do it again. (laughs) You know, but not Brittany Dawn. It also says on her Instagram, it says she's a wifey. A foster mom, and this is one of my favorite things, the writer of truth-filled captions. Wait, wait, can you say that again? Yeah. It says that she's a wifey. Yeah. A foster mom. Yeah. And the writer of truth-filled captions. The writer of truth-filled captions. Yeah. So if you're looking for a place for truth-filled captions, that's where you can go. I right. think she sees herself as like a walking soundbite, mm-hmm. but that's not, I mean, she kind of is, but not for good reasons. <laughs> Right. So I don't ever look at her Instagram, but I did today. And that's when I saw that. And I was like, that's an interesting way to describe yourself. Yeah. I don't know. So the main thing is that she finally got another placement, mm-hmm. her second placement. It also lasted less than a month, but this time it was a black child mm-hmm. and no more new placements yet that, to know of. No, she posted on Instagram that they are on a pause so they can remember why they're doing this. Like seek out God. That's what she states conveniently her trial was supposed to start on march 6th so there's been some updates with that i don't think we talked about this in the last episode but the state filed for sanctions against Brittany dawn because she failed to produce all the documents in the discovery so i am not a lawyer so i might like bungle this and i've learned a lot through this whole thing because i don't know anything about civil trials or whatever so basically the defense provided over 50,000 pages filled with documents that that included receipts. And so, and this was for the discovery. In those receipts, it showed that she earned $169,000 from those fitness plans. The state... So that's what Brittany Dawn provided to the state saying, these are the receipts. It's $169,000 that she made off of these fitness plans. And so in the court document asking for sanctions, the state said that she was being purposefully deceptive and withholding information. And so they ended not up... Not Brittany Dodd. No, not her. They ended she up... She speaks truth, though. She truth-filled captions. Truth-filled captions. They ended up getting the records from PayPal and learned that she had received $1.5 million from those fitness plans. $1.5 million, mm-hmm. not $169,000. No. Okay. She received, like... A lot more, <laughs> a lot more, <laughs> yes. like nine times that much or something. Yeah. The judge did rule on the sanctions and basically said that Brittany and the defense could only testify to things that they originally provided in those documents, those 50,000 documents. And so I don't know what's in those documents other than only 10% of what she actually earned. One of her excuses was that the web hosting company deleted all of her records. The web hosting company deleted what records? Her financial records? Uh, yes. Yeah. So okay. she couldn't provide them. Well, 
Can you speak to that? I mean, I can speak to that because I because I work in that field. And so web hosts don't generally go in and delete your files. Also, if we're talking about financial records and she was using PayPal, the web host wouldn't even have had access to that. That would be something she would access on PayPal. Uh And if she was not responsibly recording her financial information like that's her responsibility like your web host holds your website files and yes the database can hold order information but that's not where like the payments are processed the payments are processed on a payment processor and if she used paypal yeah that's where it is yeah are we saying that all of these purchases went through paypal I think that probably the majority did at least, but I do know that they all went through her Gmail, that she used Gmail to. So is she saying that Google deleted all of her orders? She said web hosting company, which I thought was interesting. Web hosting company, it could be Google as well as a million other web hosting companies out there. So the actual money changing hands, well, you might have a record of it in a database on your website. That's not where the money is that's not like the proof of the actual changing of hands of money Mm -hmm. and you can't blame your web host for receiving a check and not recording it that's actually a great analogy i'm glad you said that because that's kind of what i was thinking like seems like she would have used venmo cash app paypal and then i was like well maybe i'm missing something i don't know but yeah that makes a lot of sense like your web host doesn't it's a storage it's a repository of files Uh that you put on it but you're responsible for backing it up yeah and and holding it and no web host is like gonna go in and delete your stuff like I have I have never experienced that and I've been working in the field for like 25 26 years now I've never had a web host delete my files yeah I've had situations where I accidentally deleted something when I was on a server. Actually, I don't I don't know that that's ever happened, but I've definitely had clients or somebody working <laughs> on something that like accidentally deleted something. But it's my responsibility as a web developer or as the owner of that website to to maintain a backup. Uh-huh. But we're not even talking about that. We're talking about like money changing hands. Her website is not a payment processor like it has to go through a system and whether she's using her bank to do it. So you can reach out to your bank. They could build a payment processor. You can write a script on your website to interact with that and make the payments happen. But they're not like the records of the payments are not on your website. Like you could have a record of the order. Yeah. Right. But even in that situation, it's your own onus to uh, have backup. But also like her taxes. Right. So like several years of taxes. Oh, so like what did she report? I'm wondering what she reported. Because if someone needed my financial information from like three years ago, that's the first thing I think of. Right. Like, let me look at, let me log Pull up in. my tax refund. Yeah. And see what I said. Yeah. Um, and I know that doesn't give her a list of customers, but it does give her information. You know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So um, I think But it's, that's like part of running a business is yeah. keeping a list of your orders and your customers. And especially when you put it together with all of the other aspects mm-hmm. of the Brittany Dawn. Yeah. Um, so she's full of it. She's full of it. I'm so, not sure who's buying it, but <laughs> I don't know. It's very, very much like the baby ate my homework. The both sides, the state and the defense, requested a um, continuance, but that was denied by the judge because she said that they didn't go to mediation in a timely manner. I don't know if they went to mediation at all, but that's what it said. However, the trial was supposed to start on March 6th, and it has not yet. So it looks like, from what I'm reading. 
that is very similar to the court that we would attend. Um, and the number of people are assigned to a docket lots. and yeah. you just wait for your turn. Right. Whereas in dependency, you might be sitting there for three hours. And, and now is this, you said it's civil, but you said the state is suing her. So wouldn't that make it criminal? It's not criminal. I don't know. I'm not an attorney. I just so play one on TV. Right. Right. Hmm. Hmm. I, I know that it's for sure not criminal, but, okay. the, but the state is suing for deceptive trade practices. Okay. So what ended up happening was like 2019, so many people reached out to the state saying this person is, they took, she took my money mm-hmm. or she said she was going to do this like X, Y, Z. She said she was going to give me a personalized meal plan and contact me once a week for three months. She never did. And enough people reached out to the state and made complaints that it was one year ago that. Um, the state decided to sue her. And I know like something like 14 of those people um, had confirmed eating disorders. So like, we're talking about like, not just like some angry people that were like, you know, I was dizzy. I couldn't eat 900 calories a day, which that happened. But yeah. We also had people who's like, their mental health was affected yeah. in a dangerous way. One girl was like 80 pounds. Oh my like, gosh. Can you imagine? No. Nope. It's like your two year old. It's been a long time since I was 80 pounds. I mean, I was definitely in elementary school. <laughs> that's for sure. So since, um, it probably like the last week or so, she's made a lot of content suggesting that she's under like demonic attack. So I don't know if that's about the trial or um, not, but. Our- is what she's referring to the consequences of her actions. <laughs> I wish I could. could you, talk, yeah. Could you imagine if our kids were like that? <laughs> like, okay. kind of are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you could be mad and you could be angry and you could be irritated that these people reached out to the state that they reported you, you know, whatever. It's like the whole concept of snitches, right? Like snitches, <laughs> snitches get snitches. Yeah. Snitches get snitches. You have to have like zero self-awareness yeah. to think that by you like calling these people the enemy it's a demonic attack on me you know like calling anything adversarial a demonic attack or the enemy I think really shows just like a fundamental lack of self-awareness if you can't at least say yeah I did kind of screw up I'm hoping that it works out now yeah you know or like I wish they you know even saying like this is so irritating like I wish that they would have just worked it out with me or whatever which I don't know if we talked about this in the last, last podcast, but she wasn't giving refunds and she did give a few, but she made those people sign um, NDAs so they couldn't talk about it. Or she'd give like a 20% refund. She's like 20% she, like refund. I mean, she had to go to Hawaii, man. <laughs> Hawaii's expensive. The audacity of someone to be like, if you call me out on my crap, you are the devil. <laughs> like, like if she gets pulled over, does she call the cop the devil? Right. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, if- I mean, I think that there's a lot of people that do that and they're just like, I mean, I think it's an inclination of a human to want to blame others when they get in trouble. But hopefully as you move through life you start to learn that that is, that's not okay. Yeah. That that's not going to get you very far in life, that you're not going to have good relationships with people and that uh, self-accountability is kind of important. It is. Like life is a lot easier if when you have bumps in the road, you're just like, well, that sucks. I did that. Yeah. Let me move on. Let me, you know what I mean? Like, like Like, if you hit someone in the car, like let's say you're driving 
<laughs> let's say you're driving and someone looks like they're getting ready to go at a green light that had been red there's no brake lights it looks like they're moving and so you don't slow down enough and so your big like mamma jamma van like maybe taps the back of them a little bit and then they pull over with you uh you offer to exchange insurance information and they want to call the cops and make sure that you get a ticket for it too that person is not the devil <laughs> like, the <laughs> <laughs> the very tired mama driving that mamma jamma van was at fault, right? Oh. You don't blame the other person and call them a demon for, you know, wanting to like have the situation held accountable. You could be annoyed and frustrated at the situation, but like take yeah. some accountability, man. Right. Like you can feel like that person's a jerk, but also be like, I'm the one who bumped it. Yeah. Them. You know, like it sucks. <laughs> I wish I hadn't done that. But it's not like it's their fault. When things happen that you had a hand in, your job in life is to learn how to take accountability for well, it. Right. And and life goes a lot better if you do. Like, imagine if the driver of the van was still like screaming about demonic attacks. So the trial was supposed to start last week. It was, yeah, it was supposed to start on the 6th. So because the docket was so full, it hasn't started yet. Right. And um, do we have any idea of when it will start? No. And I don't know if it's still like on the short list. I I read this courtroom artist posted on Tuesday that uh, they're assigned to that case, I guess. On Sunday, they were saying it's not going to go tomorrow. But I haven't seen anything like that since. Like I saw that there's a lot of cases. And so it just kind of got bumped. And so So I know independency, like if a case is going to take a lot of time or be a lot of drama, they usually save it for last. The sanction hearing for her lack of um, truthfulness. Yeah, her inability to be forthcoming with information. For the disclosures for probably like pre-trial yeah. stuff, right? So what was the outcome of that? She only got one sanction. If I remember correctly, that was that she could only testify to the things that she provided. So she can't talk about the other money? I guess not. But don't we want to talk about the I other think money? the state can. But I'm not sure. So, like, don't quote me on so that. So she can't but, defend herself. Yeah. So she can only defend herself for about 169000 of the over a million. I know that in some of the documents it said that, that the defense never told the state that the web host uh, deleted the records. And so I would... I guess that wasn't in the 50,000 pages or whatever. So that's something they're talking about, too. Like, you can't, you know, you can't speak to that because you never put it in the records. Okay. But I'm like, what is in that? The 50,000 pages? Yeah. How could it not have everything? Right. But I will say that from what I've seen lately, you can have a lot of freaking paperwork that doesn't say much. Okay, that's probably um, what it is. Moving forward, is there any other updates or is that pretty much the brunt of what has gone on with Miss Brittany Dawn? Other than her TikTok being... Her TikTok um, was banned when? I think like yesterday. Okay. Like Saturday, maybe. Yeah, our TikTok was banned for, uh, if you click on it, it says it was banned for multiple account violations, which I don't know what those are. How can our listeners stay on top of the trial? Is there, it's not televised, right? I think that there is sometimes um, a camera in that courtroom and the sanctions hearing was um, on YouTube and I watched it. So if we can find a link, we'll post it on our Instagram or TikTok or something. And then will you report? report back to us yeah, so we're with gonna, any important updates. Why don't we continue to um, make updates and post them? Yeah. And I think just in general, like she's such a reminder that you're not a solo 
person who, who doesn't impact anybody else in this world. Like we, as adults, you know, we have the responsibility to help protect, I mean, especially children, but other people, all these people that are calling her out, they're not the devil or demonic. They're, they're just individuals who don't want to see a child place with people who are reactive, who have a history of violence, who have a history of taking advantage of a vulnerable population. And I just feel like it's our responsibility like to stay curious about these things. And if, you know, if we have an issue, then we need to probably talk about it and bring it up because the last thing we want to do is see another kid on TV who's been harmed, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And for me, one of the biggest red flags in any human being is the inability to take accountability. Yeah. For me, that's incredibly that, concerning. Yeah, that behavior is so problematic. It cr- creates a lack of change yeah. when you can't take accountability for anything. So yeah. I guess we will stay on top of it and keep you informed. Yeah, be on the lookout for another update. Thank you so much for joining us today. Make sure you subscribe and follow us on social. We hope that you join us again next time and keep on fostering the future.